Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas is, guess what, a huge success. Well, I'm so glad that you are here with me today listening to the show, and a big welcome to all of you who will be listening to um, the broadcast, the recorded broadcast of the show. We've had a wonderful time this month talking about making money online. That has been such a huge thing for so many people to really understand, whether you're in a traditional business, a direct sales or network marketing business, or you have decided to become an affiliate or make money um, through referral commission in some other way, everything has to start with you understanding the basics of making money online and what is needed. And one thing I want to let you all know, because I have been deep diving into some really good information, and um, I have been looking and listening to some of the foremost experts on marketing online and what they are all saying. And I've also been listening to a lot of videos um, on the website S-E-M Rush. I'll repeat that, S-E-M You can go on YouTube as well and look up S-E-M Rush because they are the foremost experts on marketing online. And they talk a lot about search engine optimization that are known as SEO. And so, again, you know, even if you decided that you wanted to have someone else to take care of implementing your online marketing strategy, it's very vital as the owner, the CEO of your company, that you do understand the core basics of it and how it's supposed to work, or else you won't be able to know whether somebody is doing a good job for you or not, right? And so that is key when you're talking about spending your heart on money, on marketing online, and you need to know what is happening. And so today, we are going to continue to discuss marketing online, and we're also going to be looking at ways okay, that people are making money online other than their own uh, creation, their own service, or their own products, okay? So we're going to be taking a look at that as well. Of course, I'm going to have the five questions of business leadership. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit more about first quarter evaluation. I'm very concerned because I know that if you don't start this year out with momentum, if you don't uh, move swiftly and quickly and develop the kind of belief that you need, you're not going to get the results that you want. And so I'm going to be here to remind you of that every single Monday, okay? And then, of course, we have our book club, book of the month, which is going to extend on through April, called Launch, L-A-U-N-C-H, by author Jeff Walker, an internet millionaire secret formula to sell almost anything online, build a business you love, and live the life of your dreams. So again, I'm very, very happy to introduce this book to you. I, I consider it, again, one of those books that you need to be adding to your success library. Um, you know, with everything happening on the internet today, I just want to let you know that there are just so many things going on, but you need to keep up with the times because it's going to feel like even six months, even three months not really knowing what's going on is going to make you feel antiquated. It's going to make you feel as you can't learn the Internet or how to market online. It's going to make you feel overwhelmed, and I don't want that for you. So how do you stop from feeling overwhelmed about all things online? It's that you educate yourself. You read. You learn. You um, 
pick up on the different trends and different things that are happening, which is so very, very key. So I just wanted to point that out to you, um, and I'll be giving a few resources a little bit later on today in the show of um, websites that you can connect to where you can receive their newsletters and know exactly what is going on. It's 12.05 after the hour, and I want to welcome you to the Successful Woman Radio Show. So glad that you are here with me today, um, and so very, very glad that so many of you have been connecting and emailing and asking questions uh, about making money online. Very, very happy about that as well. Um, I wanted to start out today just keeping you up to date with what's going on with Facebook, right? Um, because Facebook has been doing some crazy stuff, and I've been getting a lot of you uh, emailing me saying, hey, you know, I went into my group and I made a post yesterday, and Facebook is saying that it only sent my post out to 20 people when I had over 500 people in my group. Can you, do you know anything about that? Um, what, what is happening with Facebook? Why is it that they are making so many changes? Well, the first thing I want to point out to everyone is that Facebook probably, I can't say that what they provide is not a good service, right? I mean, for so long, for so very, very long, Small business owners were able to take advantage of Facebook, and many of many small business owners became internet thousandaires and millionaires from utilizing the power of Facebook, right? But here's what I think originally happened is that Facebook saw so many people making money off of um, marketing their businesses using their personal page. Then they came out with the Facebook fan page, and they came out with a rule that says, hey, if you're a small business, you need to be um, on a fan page. We want you to create your fan page. And true enough, they made the fan page in a way to where it was almost like a blog. As a matter of fact, there are people who don't even have an actual website of their own. They actually do all of their business from their Facebook fan page, although I don't necessarily recommend that. There are people who are making a lot of money from their Facebook fan pages, right? And so then Facebook said, okay, we're, we will allow all of your fans to see the posts that you are making. So they did that for about a year or two. You could have a fan page, whatever you posted, all of your fans would see that through their news feed, right? But then some things started to change. Facebook started wanting to figure out how they could uh, take more advantage of Internet marketing through the corporate sector, how they could get bigger businesses. And they, they go, oh, wait a minute, I know. We need to control the money through the fan page. We shouldn't be allowing freely people to be able to just show all of their posts and market freely to all the people who are following them we need to be able to charge them for some of that, okay? So then what occurred is Facebook came out with a rule that actually said, you know, if you want all of your fans and others to see your posts, you need to be able to use our new boosting feature. Do you guys remember that? The boost feature um, of course, it's basically just an advertisement that allowed you to boost a particular post, whether it was a video, an audio, or, or a graphic image, but it also allowed you to call people to action, right, with a submit button or a learn more button or buy now button. And if you boost it, all of your followers would be able to see the boost in their news feed, okay? And you could boost your post over a period of days. And I would say probably for about 15 to 20 bucks, if you had thousands of followers, all of them would actually see it. Well, that changed as well, okay? And so now what has happened is that Facebook is saying, you guys are not using Facebook in the way that we want you to use Facebook, right? 
We want you to just talk about all personal stuff on your personal page. Share your birthday. Share what you're eating. Um, share what you believe in. But what we don't want you to do on that personal page is we really don't want you to market on the personal page. And what many of you may not know is that you might put a sales advertisement on your personal page and a Few people might see it in their news feed, but I can tell you that only a few because their goal is for you to be able to see it, right? So you're thinking, okay, great, I see it in my news feed, therefore everybody must be seeing it in their news feed, but not so. They're only letting a few people see it, and in most cases, only you are seeing it. Why? Because they already announced about a year and a half ago that you were no longer to market your business on the personal page that is to be used for personal use. Again, things like sharing your birthdays, um, talking about uh, passionate subjects outside of business, um, you know, uh, sharing resources and different things like that, right, tagging people on different things. But they want you, if you are a small business, to have a Facebook fan page. Now, the one, the one positive thing I can say is that Facebook has added so many features to the fan page that it really is almost like a website if you fix it up that way. And it's possible that you could take advantage of it through search engine optimization because Facebook has, what, millions of people searching, right? And Facebook is highly optimized than any of our websites. It's possible that you could use a fan page alone just for search engine optimization and pull it to point back to your website, right? Because many fan pages come up in the searches when people are looking for a specific topic. However, however, on the other side, now what Facebook has done is they have tightened, okay, they have tightened the rope and they are not allowing, when you make a simple post on your fan page, they are not allowing all of your people to see your post. As a matter of fact, very few people see your post. Now, I have been told by an expert in, you know, who studies Facebook a lot that the more people engaged in your fan page, the more people they will allow to see your post, right? But guess what? People got to see your post before they can engage. And so it's kind of like a catch-22 type of situation. And I hate that, I really hate that um, it's going on like this with Facebook, that they, first of all, have probably one of the poorest customer service ratings in the world because only if you have hundreds of thousands of followers will they pay you any attention. Uh, so they, they have a lot of improvement to do. But getting back to that fan page, again, what you need to know and understand is that on the fan page, even though you may set it up kind of like a blog, it will work on your behalf if you use specific keywords for search engine optimization. On the other hand, the people who follow you on Facebook, when you make a post, maybe only 5 to 7% of those individuals are actually going to see your post, okay? So if you had 1,000 people on your uh, fan page that are followers, out of that 1,000 people, less than 100, actually less than 50 would actually see your post. And that's the crazy part. So now why did they do that? Oh, because they thought that when they created the Boost feature that everybody was going to flock to Boost and start paying money to boost their posts, but that's not the case, right? And so the thing we need to know about people in general and in America in general is that Americans take the word free to a whole nother level, and you guys know what I'm talking about. You tell somebody you're giving something for free, they think you're never supposed to pay for it ever, ever, right? And that's just not the case. And so with Facebook, they have realized that while they have been able to incredibly use the leverage of free to have more than a billion people utilizing Facebook, a very fraction of that billion are actually paying for advertisement. They're making their money now from large corporations. And so that's who they have to pay attention to because that's who is spending the money. The large corporations have now pulled their money from traditional types of advertising, such as TV and cable and magazines and newspaper print, and now they're pushing it on to social media marketing, primarily using LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. So as a result, as a result, it's pushed 
the micro-business owner, that's all of us, it's pushed the micro-business owner out of the game in a way. Uh, And so now what we have to do is we have to come up with creative ways to stay in the game of social media marketing, and we have to really learn how to properly make money online. Thus, this is why we're talking about this month, making money online, and this is why um, we have been discussing uh, search engine optimization, better known again as SEO, because guess what? Everything still hinges on you utilizing the right keywords to, um, to get the word out about who you are and what you do. You're trying to reach people that you have no idea who they are, what their names are, But what you have to do is make sure that you are clear on your target audience. You have to make sure that you know the right keyword and what people are searching for in your industry and the keywords and phrases they are using in the the Google and other search engines in looking for your type of business and service. And that's what has to happen um, when you are describing your business, when you are doing your posts, all of that. You have to be very keyword conscious these days about what you are saying. And I can't talk about keywords enough. Your middle name needs to become keyword when it comes to marketing your business online. So again, my big question to all of you is, do you know the primary keywords for your business, for your industry, and the primary keyword phrases? Do you know what they are? Or if you're interested in a particular service, a particular product, or you want to focus in on one thing, do you know what the keywords are that people are utilizing to search for that. That is very, very important, and you've got to figure that out. You've got to find that out, okay? So what I want to do right now is I want to talk about, uh, continue to talk a little bit more about Facebook and just kind of let you know some things that might help you in utilizing Facebook better. Okay, so the first thing is I told you about how they are and how really they're wanting you to pay for advertisement. So this is why you really do need an advertisement budget. Free can't be forever, okay? And we all need to understand that not only about Facebook and other businesses that we're getting free memberships and different things from, we need to know that free can't be forever, but we also need to understand it as business women. If we offer things for free, what we need to understand and know is that we always need to make sure that we know why we're offering it for free, and we also need to know what else are we offering that is of a paid value, right? Let's talk about free for a minute. What does free mean? Free means at no cost, right? It means at no cost. And um, it does not, it should not, free should not mean necessarily forever, meaning that all you're going to do is offer something for free, but you're not going to offer anything else of value for paid costs because then um, it wouldn't be a business that you had, right? And that's what Facebook was realizing. Wait a minute, hold on. We've got to leverage this power of free that we're actually using. And so you need to understand that free is used or should be used to build credibility that you really do have something of value that they may be interested in. That's what free really should be used for, right? And then people should know right up front, though, when you are offering something at no cost, people should know up front that you have things of paid value, right? And that is the whole purpose of the sales funnel, to do just that job, is that at some point people are going to sign up for a compelling offer, and then throughout the funnel phases, meaning uh, Um, Throughout the automated emails that you have set up already, people are eventually going to know that, hey, this may have been a compelling offer, this may have been something that was free, but that they also are going to be given some other things that are for pay. So here's the rundown on Facebook, uh, things that you need to know that will help you. First of all, make sure, okay, that if you market something on Facebook on your personal page, 
the wisest thing for you to do is to actually point the personal page. If you use a link, point it back to your fan page on Facebook, okay? That may allow, uh, from my understanding, Facebook is paying attention to those kind of links going back to their own website, and they are allowing more people to see it in the news feed that way, okay? So that would mean this, that you would really have to have a really good Facebook fan page set up, right? Um, because that is where you're going to be sending people to. So when people get to your fan page, your fan page has to be set up in such a way that it then is going to point people back to your website. Now, one of the things that you can do on your fan page now is that Facebook allows you to actually create a store on your Facebook fan page, right? So maybe some of your primary items that you actually have to offer or to sell uh, might be on your fan page store. Um, because it's a new feature, hint, hint, because it's a new feature, Facebook is definitely going to allow a lot more people to see it. So you have to capitalize off of all things new Facebook that's coming out because you have to ride the curve and be able to take advantage of what they are actually offering, right? Some other things that you can do on Facebook, too, that I really love is that on your fan page, you can actually create individual pages um, that are like articles on your fan page. So one of the things that you actually could do is that you could create an actual um, information page about a particular subject or product or service and drop links throughout that particular page that's attached to your fan page, which will, will indeed help you with search engine optimization if indeed you are doing it correctly, right? Remember some of the rules about anything that you write, whether it's a blog article, whether it's a, a informational document, is that you need to be able to know what the, the major keywords and keyword phrases are that people are searching for for your, for your industry, your product, or your service, right? And then on top of that, on top of that, um, you need to be able to intelligently write okay, a really good constructed information document full with, filled with links pointing back to a lead page of some kind um, and really providing the value there in the information. You do that and you will be able to optimize yourself on um, Facebook, which then can be highly optimized when people are searching on those keywords, right? So hopefully you guys are taking some good notes and you're listening to this because I'm trying to share with you that there's some new ways that we need to be looking at Facebook and how we can actually be um, utilizing Facebook other than just posting. We need to be utilizing the fan page for search engine optimization. And so I uh, I want to let you know that Facebook themselves actually have excellent information um, about how to create a proper fan page, what you need to be doing. They have really, really good information about that. And so, again, I would recommend that you do that. Now, the next thing that you need to be doing is that you really do need to use the Facebook Live feature. Facebook loves videos. For that matter of fact, the Internet absolutely loves videos, right? And so you need to be paying attention, and this is very key, you need to be paying attention to the world of video because it is here to stay, and Facebook gives more weight, uh, more leeway to those that are actually putting video up on Facebook. So I want you to pay attention to that. I want you to understand that you need to do more Facebook Lives, more videos. And the same thing, you need to make sure that you save those videos and also upload those videos to your YouTube account um, because, again, utilizing the right keywords, people are going to be able to see those videos first before they even go to your website. Why? Because videos coming are coming up in the search engines before anything else. Now, true content is still queen, right? Content is still extremely important. However, videos are videos are trumping everything. 
thing. And I want you guys to pay close attention to that. So how do you make use of a Facebook fan page? Number one, you make sure that it's structured properly. Make sure that you have filled out all of your information, your profile, links going back to your website. Uh, make sure you are utilizing the right keywords and make sure that your dom- the, uh, the vanity domain that you're using, that is the word that follows Facebook.com, make sure that it, it maybe shouldn't just be your company name, but maybe it should be the keyword, if possible, um, that you are an expert in or that you are talking about. Now, that's only if it's an overall keyword or keyword phrase that's one to three words that that really are the primary keywords for your business. If not, if it's just for one particular service or product, that's not going to work, right? So that's the first thing is if you if you take advantage of the vanity URL, which is they allow you right after Facebook.com forward slash to be able to use you know, your company name or keywords, you need to be able to do that. And then, of course, you want to be able to also make sure that in your profile, your bio profile, that you are talking completely about who you are, what your company does, again, utilizing the keywords in that as well, right? And so Facebook on your fan page allows you to have a, uh, a button that allows people to learn more, allows, allow people to buy more or join. And so, again, um, there are a lot of different things that you can do with the Facebook fan page. And if you start doing videos, you're going to have more people see um, your videos than you will ever will your posts. And so, again, I wanted you guys to keep all of this in mind as we are talking about all this month, making money online. And I want to make sure that you guys are being kept up to date with Facebook as well, Okay. Um, the next thing that you need to know about Facebook is that if you do a Facebook ad, okay, um, they used to penalize people with higher amounts of, of uh, text in their ads, okay, but now they have removed the restrictions more and are allowing more text to be in ads. Why? Because corporations told them that's what we want. And so uh, in, in early 2020, they began removing um, more, uh, more of those restrictions. So you might notice that uh, you can have an image with more wording and get approved with your Facebook ad, right? The other thing is that you should definitely learn Facebook advertising by really doing short spurts of advertising with Facebook so that you can get the feel of what it is that they are looking for, okay? Okay, very, very important. The other thing that you need to know, which is very, very key, is when you post on Facebook, do not take your post down, okay? Um, this is very, very key. Don't ever take your post down because, uh, especially if it's a post that's highly optimized and you're getting a lot of engagement, why? Because that hurts you in the, in the search engine if people are able to find you that way. Now, Facebook has come out with something new, and I am still learning it, so I won't talk much about it except to mention it, and that is Facebook has came out with something called the Facebook Business Suite, Okay. Um, And it is something that they have created specifically for those people that have a fan page because they assume that if you have a fan page, you have a business, right? And it enables you to supposedly to save time, stay up to date on all things Facebook, and get better business results. So you can post to Facebook and Instagram at the same time and manage posts in one place to stay connected in both of the communities. That's what you're supposed to be able to do with the business suite. Staying up to date, it says that you can get all of your Facebook and Instagram messages, notifications, and alerts in one place so you can stay up to date and respond to all of your customers more easily. And then it says you can see what's working with Facebook and Instagram insights because they're going to give you better statistics that you will be able to use. So many of you may have seen a pop-up come on your fan page that's asking you to switch over to business suites. So what I would recommend is that you not switch over until you really research it on the online, pull your resources together, 
take a day or two to really look at what it is providing you and then make a decision of whether or not that you want to switch over to the Facebook business suite. You'll still have your fan page, but it's a little bit different. It's, it's, um, the login is kind of funky with it right now. Um, and so, again, there's a lot of rules about the business suite. And I think you really need to understand it first before you just jump and start clicking and saying, yes, I want to be in the business suite program. So, again, I encourage all of you to really look that up. So that's all I have right now for Facebook and the updates and what's going on Facebook. Oh, by the way, yes, I'm confirming that Facebook is now bothering the groups um, and that no, not all of the people that you post uh, to in your groups will see your posts. The same rules are kind of applying that apply to the fan page that I've just shared are now applying to the group as well. And so we'll just have to wait and see. Facebook had been talking about forever of coming out with a paid version of Facebook where we could actually pay to have a group and all of that, but now they don't want to know if they will do that. I think it's because they're wondering how will that impact uh, their paid advertisers and their ability to get statistics and continue to let their advertisers know um, who likes what on Facebook. So I think if it gets in the way of that, they're not going to do it. So let's just pay attention and um, be on the lookout, stay ahead of the curve, and let's let all of us be looking at what's going on with Facebook. Because if we see what's going on with Facebook, I can guarantee you the rest will surely follow. It's about 12.30 after the hour. I'm a little behind on a couple of things today on the show, so I want to go ahead and go right into the five questions of business leadership. Here they are, and I hope that you guys are asking yourself these questions as often as you need to to really help you to hone in on your leadership skills and to get better results for your business. Number one, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Girl, you know that this is an important question. You know that you should wake up every day preparing your mindset for greatness. Now, it could be you creating customized affirmations. It could be you um, talking to yourself about some things you know you've got to get done, whatever it is, every single day preparing your mindset for greatness helps you to put a force field around yourself and helps you to keep focused on the things that are important to you, right? Here's number two, are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and my goal? Wow, that's a huge one, right? Because beliefs mean everything. If you didn't listen to the previous broadcast of last Monday's show, you probably should because I did discuss in detail a little bit about the beliefs, the type of beliefs it takes for you to get yourself to the next level. Here's number three. What do I want to have accomplished by this Friday? Okay? At the top of the week, we all should be looking at what it is that we want to have accomplished by this Friday. And that's one of the things that I have really been consistent with, and it has really been paying off, because what I have learned is that when your mind is on a goal that you have to accomplish, you're going to do what you have to do to accomplish that goal. You're not going to pick up the phone when Aunt Susie calls because you know you've got to get something done. You're not going to allow yourself to be distracted by other things because you know you have to get something done, right? You know you're trying to see better results, right? That's very very, very key. Um, and there are three things that you really need to keep your mind on when you are looking at accomplishing your goals in business every week, and that is marketing, sales, and generating new leads. Next, how can I be an asset to my business? That's number four. How can I be an asset to my business? And, you know, we all need to be asking ourselves this question more. I'm going to slow it down right here because I want to talk about this for a minute. I want you to think about something. You know how you have a child and and you hold that child dearly and close to you. If you don't have a child, just imagine it, right? I mean, you hold that child closely and dearly to you, 
And then what happens is that, that as that child begins to grow up and, and may have little accomplishment, little little Susie can now walk, she can talk, you want people to know it, right? Hey, listen, she can talk, she says mama now. Okay, then she gets into kindergarten and she gets her first certificate, her first uh, award certificate because she has good penmanship. She knows how to write her letters really well and you've got it all up on the refrigerator and you're you're sharing it. And, and then you move from there and now she's in fourth or fifth grade and she's in a spelling bee contest and you're letting all the family members know, okay, why am I mentioning this? What, what does this analogy really prove? Well, what I'm trying to share with you is this, that coming up with a business idea is like birthing a baby. Once it's out there, it's your responsibility to take care of the baby. In this world, in this sense, it's your business, right? And just like you have a child or a niece or a nephew or a grandchild or someone that you are proud of and you want to let everybody know about it on Facebook and LinkedIn and all the social media network and you want to take pictures, you want to do all of these different things, you are being an ambassador for that child. Well, guess what? You need to become an ambassador for your business. And this is something that I see women falling um, uh, back on. I see the lack of of business women truly being the ambassador and getting themselves out there and being who they need to be for their business. But don't you know you birthed her? You birthed the business? Don't you know that you are responsible for making sure that people know who you are, what you do, what your services are, what your products are? And that that makes you an asset to your business because without you, your business would not do well. However, there are some leaders, there are some business owners, some CEOs, even if you left your business, it wouldn't make a bit of difference because you've never been an asset to your business. Now, I'm just trying to tell you guys the truth of how it is because I'd rather you hear it from Mama Trina than you to go out and learn it the hard way and hear it from someone else uh, that, oh, I didn't know your business even did that. Oh, I didn't even know you were in business, right? You don't want to hear those kinds of things. And so it's so very, very important for you to know that as the owner, that's part of your responsibility is to constantly be learning how you can become a better asset to your business. And being an ambassador, creating a brand around yourself and, your, and tying it into your company is part of being an owner of that business, very, very key. Uh, are you seeking out new collaborations? We've talked about this before, but it's so important for you to connect and align with other businesses who see your same type of customers or clients, but they necessarily don't do exactly what you do. And then, of course, are you, are you leading your power team? The power team is huge. Why? Because without a power team, a group of people who have specialties in different areas of business um, you cannot thrive. You cannot grow and generate a multiple six-figure income, a seven-figure income. You can't scale without a power team, okay? So you need to pay attention to this. And when you ask yourself that question, girl, you just need to slow yourself down on this question and be truthful, authentic, and honest when you say, how can I be an asset to my business. Moving on to the last question, number five in the five questions of business leadership, am I investing in myself and my business? And you know the three core areas that we talk about there is health and wellness, personal development and coaching, marketing and advertising. You've got to set a budget, right? You've got to set a budget for your business. I can't talk to you about that enough because if you don't set a budget, if you refuse to invest anything in your business, you're not going to see a good return, okay? The rule of thumb on, on investment in your marketing is that your, your marketing should represent 10 to 20% of the amount of money you want to generate in profit, right? So if you were trying to generate um, $100,000, maybe spending $10,000 um, for the year might be a good amount for you to invest in. Don't have that amount of money? Well, you pay as you go, right? That means that as you make money, you go ahead and you put aside 10 to 20% of that for marketing 
um, your business. If all you can do are some small Facebook ads, then that's all you can do. But what you don't want to do is have caught up in your mind that you're going to be making um, hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars just free organic marketing. It doesn't work that way. And while organic marketing, which is being able to properly use those keywords, keyword phrases, building up a reputation, um, and gaining followers in your website, while that is still very, very important, it's just not the only thing that you need to be doing to generate an income, to generate multiple six-figure income through your business. So I want you guys to understand that, okay? So there you have it, ladies. Five questions of business leadership. Ask them of yourself at, at, as much as you, you need to. All of you who are visitors on the show today, this is your first time being here. I see that the board is packed out. I want to welcome you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to Successful Woman Radio. Uh, just share a little bit about who we are. Successful Woman Radio is the flagship radio show, online radio show, and and podcast for womenaboutbiz.net, okay? And um, womenaboutbiz.net has been around for uh, 21 years, and we have been helping women, empowering women with tools and resources to start and grow their own business. So if you haven't been to our website, make sure you go visit us at womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra, womenaboutbiz.net. And, of course, Successful Woman Radio, our show comes on every Monday live at 12 noon, and we are all about providing you with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, get up to date on a lot of the information that can help you to grow your business, become inspired to create the successful life generating the income that you desire. That's what we that's what we want to do here. And I truly uh, thank so many of you that let us know that we are on the pulse beat of the information that you need. Um, so many of you write in to us, you text me, you let me know um, how you enjoyed the show. And I just want to let you know I so appreciate it because I need that encouragement to keep moving, to keep going, and it lets me know that I'm on point. So, again, thank you for the blessing of that. I want to quickly talk to all of you about first quarter evaluation. I've had a lot of you to ask me questions, and I want to just start off right now with one word, power talk, okay, Uh, because that is where I can really help you. A lot of you have been emailing me, asking me different questions about evaluating your business or things I might have said on the show, but when I ask you to go ahead, if you have not had a power talk and schedule it, you're not doing it. Well, shame on you for not taking advantage of it, right? And a lot of I discovered that a reason why a lot of you aren't doing it is because you've got the analysis paralysis going real good. You you want to try and be perfect before you talk with me to appear that you have everything in in order, that you're not seeming so disorganized or that you're not lacking so much clarity, right? Forget all of that. Let's let's get up close and real. Listen, none of us, including myself, are going to know everything there is to know about making our business successful. The whole reason why you want a power talk, which is our free 30 to 45-minute coaching session where I give you customized attention and we talk about strategizing and ways to grow your business ways to close the sales for yourself. The reason, the whole reason why you want that is because it's talking to you one-on-one. It's just you, and we get to pinpoint, and we get to target and focus just on you and your business so that you can get even more information and have more aha moments about how to better market, how to better set up your, for example, sales funnel, that type of thing. And so, again, go ahead and schedule your power talk, right? Schedule your power talk. Go to womenaboutbiz.net, and right there on the front page, I've got the power talk link for you to schedule it right there on the front page. So don't forget to do that. Um, But I want to also just discuss a little bit with you about first quarter evaluation. My question to you is, have you evaluated your business for first quarter? Have you? 
right? Because I noticed that a lot of business women that I have been talking to can't answer simple questions about, you know, how much did they generate an income so far this year or what what is your break even point? Um, you would have to know how, what your expenses are business-wise before you would know what your break-even point. And a lot of people just aren't able to tell me that. That lets me know that a lot of small business women are not evaluating their business and keeping up with things that they need to. So I want to encourage you that before you move on to second quarter, that you evaluate your first quarter performance, so that, number one, you can look at how you're performing as the CEO. You can look at how much the money is bringing in, whether or not you met your financial goals. And if you didn't, what you need to do to meet those goals. Take a look at your marketing so that you can look at how you are marketing your business and whether or not you need to fine-tune and tweak that or whether you need to start all over from the, uh, at the drawing board with a new marketing strategy, a new marketing plan, right? Uh, take a look at your sales materials. Take a look at any scripts that you might have. Maybe your problem is closing the sale. You can attract people to you, but maybe you are not getting people uh, to purchase. They, you're having a lot of interest but something you're not saying or, or the sales process is just not working. So maybe you've got to create a whole new uh, sales process, okay? Um, so you've got to take a look at all of those things. Um, I want you to understand that evaluation, being able to measure, is really a, a part of the success blueprint, right? Because you can't, you can get better at what you can measure, but you can't get better on what you can't measure. And this is why you've got to keep up with how your business is doing, what you need to improve on. Because once you find out things that are working really well, then you hone in on those things and you do more of those kinds of things. But you, you're not going to be able to know any of that if you don't properly evaluate your business. So, again, this is still first quarter. It's still time for you to evaluate. Now, what are you going to do once you evaluate all of those things? You are then going to look at how you're going to market your business for second quarter, third quarter. You're going to look at how you're going to market. You're going to look at new tools you need to implement, and you're going to look at how you can be more consistent in your marketing. Just saying. Just saying. Moving on to our book club, Book of the Month, launched by Jeff Walker. Again, the book is launched, L-A-U-N-C-H, An Internet Millionaire Secret Formula to Sell Almost Anything Online, Build the Business You Love, and Live the Life of Your Dreams. And I actually really, really love this book right here. And um, so what I want to read is on page 21, the formula that launched 1,000 businesses. Okay, he said, by now you're probably wondering what exactly is the product launch formula, and more important, will it work for me? He said, here's the big picture of the product launch formula that he created. He says, it's a system to get your target market so engaged with your product, your service, or your business that they almost beg you to sell it to them. And this all happens before you even release the product. He says, the product launch formula works in all kinds of markets and with all kinds of products and services, and it's remarkably adaptable to just about any situation where you're releasing a new product or starting a new business. It's so effective that I've actually had people ask if they could give me a credit card number to hold on file so I could charge their card and send them the product the instant it was released. This is the system that I've been using and developing, he says, since 1996, and I've been teaching it to clients since 2005. The proof is in the results. The formula just keeps working. He says, so let's start with the facts we all know to be true, how the growth of Internet since the late 90s has changed the world in a fundamental way. It's a very different world, and we're never going back to the old way of doing things. Nowhere is, there, is this more true than in business, and in that arena, we're going to focus on three huge changes, the speed of communications, the cost of communications, and interact. He says, it's a lot easier and faster to communicate with your market than, again, 
Let me read that over. I think there was just a little lapse there. The speed of communication is a lot easier and faster to communicate with your market than ever before. Within just a few minutes, you can write an email and broadcast it to your list of prospects and clients. They can be reading your message within seconds of when you press the send button. A few short years ago, the total time from original thought to creation to publication to consumption would be measured in days or weeks or months. Now it's measured in minutes. Wow. He says number two is the cost of communication. The cost to send an email or make a post to social media followers is extremely low. The barriers to entry in the publishing game have been removed. What does it cost to become a publisher? Someone can create a Facebook page or a Twitter profile for free and start publishing immediately. A decade or two ago, even the most inexpensive ways to start broadcasting or publishing would have set you back thousands of dollars. He said, and then there's number three, interactivity. When your followers respond to your message, you have all kinds of tracking data. This gives you nearly instant feedback on how your message is resonating with your target market. Compare that to a few years ago when publishing was almost like shouting into the wilderness. Depending on the terrain and other conditions, you might hear a faint echo sometime after your shout, or more likely you would get no feedback at all. He says, perhaps you've never thought about these changes before, or maybe by now you take them to be for granted. Either way, they have huge implications in many areas of human experience. He says, have you ever noticed how Hollywood tries to build buzz before a movie is released? First there's the trailer six months before the movie, then there's a TV ad leading up to the movie, then the actors head out on a tour of talk shows, and nowadays there's a social media campaign right around the release date. And how about when Apple releases a product? They always create a massive campaign leading up to the release date. In the months before a new product release, all the Apple fanboy sites are full of breathless rumors about when the release will be, the actual product will be released, and what new features to expect. Those types of campaigns create a huge amount of buzz and excitement before the product is ever released. In fact, sometimes the product release becomes an event in and of itself. Huge anticipation surrounds the launch, and people are genuinely engaged and paying attention. Now, contrast that to a normal marketing campaign, what I call hope marketing, earlier. That's where you create a product or open a business or roll out a new campaign and hope it does well. Now, hope is an uplifting word and can be truly wonderful in many areas of our lives. If you're shipwrecked at sea, to give an extreme example, hope can keep you alive while you wait to be rescued. But in business, hope is an ugly, nasty word, a soul-sucking word. You need to take control of your success, he says. To the best of your ability, you want to take chance out of the equation. Don't bank the future of your business on hope. Clearly, it would be better to engineer your product releases, your business launching, your promotions, so that your prospects are eagerly anticipating your launch, right? That's what's behind the, those big Hollywood releases and the Apple launches. Wouldn't you love to have instant momentum for your business? Imagine how that type of start would change your business. Think about how creating massive anticipation for your product before it's released would be a complete game changer. And by the way, guys, that's what he's talking about in his book, Launch, and that's what the product launch formula is all about. Going back, he says, well, hang on, because there is that, this is where the product launch formula has changed the game. Remember those three game-changing factors I mentioned earlier, okay, the decreased cost of communication, the increased speed of communications, and the greatly enhanced interactivity. Those are your keys to the kingdom. And that's why tiny online businesses run by ordinary folks like you and I have built an entirely new playing field, and it's a playing field with unprecedented opportunity. So I'm going to stop right there. I want you guys to know and understand this is a really good book to give you really huge insights on marketing online. And what the author is saying is that, Marketing today is marketing your services and products is not just about you announcing them, but you've got to get more creative. You've got to step outside of the box, and you have got to um, really create a launch, gain interest, be kick, kicking up interest. So this is a good thing, though, because if you have a book you're writing, 
If you have a product that you're creating but you're not finished and you're, you're rushing trying to get it, you're missing the boat on something because what it really means is that you really should have had a pre-launch campaign um, where you can, uh, you know, collect names of people who might be interested in it. You should have had that going on months ago. You should have had that happening so that you can gain the momentum for whatever it is that you're going to be selling. So, again, having a pre-launch campaign is what he's saying is the, is the secret sauce to really you being more successful in pushing out anything that you want to sell, right? And so in this book, throughout the book, he begins to unravel and reveal the product launch formula to you and actually how that is going to work. So hopefully you guys have already picked up your copy of the book launch and you're well deep dived into it and you're reading it. Um, make sure you take a yellow highlighter and highlight some of the areas of things that you definitely need to implement. It's 1254. We're almost through with the show. And I know, I know. I gave you so much information, but I didn't give you a whole lot of information on different types of ways to make money online. I'm going to hold off on that and give that to you on next Monday. We're going to specifically be talking about affiliate marketing, making money um, on Amazon, and we're going to talk, and I'm going to outline maybe three uh, business uh, businesses where you can make some really good money marketing their products or marketing their services, right? So I'm going to give that to you coming up on next Monday, and then I'm going to share with you um, also, how to create your own affiliate program is something that you may want to think about if you have a book or if you have something um, that is already doing well in sales, but you want to push it out further. So I will dedicate the whole show next week just to talking about that. So you guys pay attention. Make sure you let people know about the show and what we're getting ready to do. Uh, we're talking about ways to make money online. We're getting deep dive into. Until the show ends right now, quickly, I just want to update you guys on just um, on just a few things. I want to share a couple of things that I'm very, very excited about. So many of you may not know it, but I am a Google girl. I don't know how many of you know that. I love all things Google. I have utilized it for really creating something quite incredible. And now I'm excited to announce to you some things that I have been in the lab testing out and have actually done. So guess what? First of all, I have become certified as a Google Workspace, Google Cloud partner. So finally that got that done. The next thing is, is that I have for the last uh, maybe three months, I created a website at no cost using Google Sites, um, and I have been able to make money with that site on my, on my product. So far, I have made $700 plus. And I did it from creating a Google site and utilizing Google Forms, utilizing Google Slides, and it did indeed make money for me. Now, what does that mean? What, what does that actually mean? I have proven that you can have very little money and you can make money online using Google Workspace and Google products, right? Now, it's not all free, okay, but I've proven that you can have a very tiny budget and still be able to make money online. And so I'm very, very excited about that. And um, we are dedicating, um, actually April, we're dedicating talking about selling online. And I will be doing a webinar showing you guys just how I have been able to use Google um, in doing that. So with that said, I'm very, very happy to announce that I've created yet a new company. Very excited. We're putting it together. We actually have had – we've always had customers for this particular thing, um, but we have fine-tuned it and created a whole team um, behind it, a support team behind it, and it's called uh, Simple Easy Sites using Google Sites. We build Google Sites for clients. We build intranets. We build websites, nonprofit sites. 
Um, and so I'm very, very excited about it. And these are basically sites that are not membership sites or they're not um, heavily e-commerce sites because that you would need another platform for that. But if you have an information site, if you have a, a website where you're not going to be making a lot of changes, then Google Sites will work for you perfectly. So stay tuned because we are getting ready to have a launch for for, um, for our website company, and believe it or not, we have been doing Google Sites now for almost a year for a lot of our one-on-one uh, -on -one clients, and now um, what we have done is taken that taking that need for people to be able to quickly get up something that looks professional and user-friendly, and we have been able to break the mold and be able to do it at a reasonable cost. So we're very, very excited about that, um, and we are uh, about a week out from actually um, pushing out our, our actual site for uh, our website company, and so you are going to be able to see it. But I thought you guys might like to know that, and of course, I will continue to educate people on all things Google. I am 100% sold on, on how Google is really helping a lot of, uh, of small business owners, and we're not taking advantage of it enough. And so again, you guys will be able uh, to piggyback on that and see just how we're doing it and see how you two can utilize the power of Google Workspace. Well, we've come to the end of the show. You guys continue to text and email and let me know what you're doing, and I want you to have a productive week. Don't forget, next week's important. Mark your calendar. See you later, guys. Bye-bye.